All right, hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tolly Things Podcast. Um, I have promised you guys a little while back that we were gonna be doing more episodes with guests. The last one was by myself, but it was more of a, a personal topic than anything else. But this one, I wanted to actually have someone on the episode with me. And I was gonna initially bring someone else, but then they were like, why not bring someone who can actually related to the topic so that's what i did so i have my friend crystal here with me hi crystal hey um today's topic is a bit of a a mash together because it was going to originally be two separate episodes but then the more that i went over the notes the more i felt like they kind of tied in to each other into one um umbrella topic and that is going to be about Caribbean and Beijing parenting and managing expectations as it pertains to raising children. So Crystal is the one with the child. I, I don't have any, um, but she is the mother of a very spirited young lady. Um, she is very... I don't know. Out there. She's very out there. That's probably, yes, that's probably the best way to put it. Um, and I'm sure, as with anything else, there are the good days where be like, you know, if you were a pro and stuff, and then the days that you, you just want to pull away here and scream into the pillow. So we can, um, we can cover a few topics, but as always, it could go in any direction at any time. So strap in. So I wanted to start um, with a couple of kind of loose questions just to, to warm up again the topic. As it pertains to Caribbean and more specifically Beijing parenting, from what you would have personally experienced, from what you would have heard from you know your friends growing up um, throughout school, even relating to, to colleagues at work, after um, reminiscing about experiencing with parents and that sort of stuff. Is it a case where you feel like the persons coming up in your generation would have benefited more from this particular brand of parenting or you feel like it might have done a bit more harm than good or somewhere in the middle? I would say somewhere in the middle. Um, people directly associated with me, I would say we did okay. Um, but then there are others that you be like, parents really do this shit. Like, yeah, it, it, it's a bit rough. It is. It could get a bit um, intense, and I feel like I I laughed myself just now when when you said that um, you know they, they did okay because I feel like that's a a very typical Beijing comment to me. Even like if you ask somebody about food and ask them, you know. You, 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 you buy that food from that woman the other day, you know, like, it tastes good, it ain't bad. Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. Like, I, I feel like that in itself tells its own story, but we, we, we can... make it, but... Exactly. You made it, some, you know, a few humps and a few scratches and bruises along the way, but 
It could be worse. And my mother's always say, just like, like, yeah, you get there. It's true. You get there. Um, usually, speaking on the topic of parenting, especially on social media, there's the the whole thing about generational curses. What? I mean, you, you ain't gonna give me like a, a whole thesis, but <laughs> like off the top, what are your your feelings about that? Um, your thoughts surrounding that? You you feel like it's a real thing? You feel like it's something that is exaggerated? Like, t- tell me a little bit about you know how you feel in there. Uh, I feel like it's a real thing. Like, you see patterns in the way how our parents were raised and then how they project certain things, their fears and stuff onto us. Um, and then certain behaviors that they think that they're breaking, they're just repeating the same cycle. So it's definitely a thing because you will see like a whole family with everybody going through the same exact situations. Nobody can tell nobody come back because I guess they don't know how they can only do yeah, you don't what know they know. How to get but out of it. It is definitely a thing and I feel like parents have to be intentional about breaking those curses or cycles. Yeah, I think it's something that you have to kind of... First acknowledge. Exactly. It's one of those things that you, you have to admit to yourself that it's real because you can't you can't seek to change something when you deny its existence because hmm. then it's kind of counterproductive and is more convenient than anything else because when it's, when it's easy then you can always say well you know yeah well, there's what you're doing and there's what you're working towards but then like when it get to the real hard shit like when it get down to it and you know it literally requires the work the hard work the blood sweat and tears you won't be like you know this this isn't even a real thing I ain't no way stressing myself about this mm-hmm. like you can't got one foot in and one foot out. You gotta either be both it or or just left it. And I, I don't think I don't think anybody who's aware of it would be willing to just leave it. You might be surprised. I mean I, de- I definitely would be. That's the truth. I that's what I'm saying. I don't think so. I could be very wrong, but I feel like given the the understanding of some generational curses, um, especially as it relates to picking partners relationships and that sort of stuff and you know you would have seen what your parents would have gone through and how they had to to manage it and then for you to decide well yeah ain't that bad i can live with it like I, i don't i don't want to believe that somebody would willingly accept it but again, I could be wrong. I've been wrong about a lot of things before, <laughs> and I don't think that's gonna stop now. <laughs> but when you say A, you could say you gotta say B. You have to because people will look at you know some people are a whole family picking these same type of partners, mm-hmm. um, and it just never working out as like oh look all oh, them doing the same thing or whatever, but. We have a lot of broken homes in Barbados, so it's like, I should say, in the Caribbean. Um, so they don't really have people, I should say, don't really have examples 
of what they should be looking for. So I think that's I think that's probably the the harder part about trying to break generational curses because you don't exactly have the answer page to the back of the textbook. You kinda got you you kinda gotta figure it out for yourself. Like you got like, you know, go through it, trial and error sort of situation, get a couple of scratches, a couple of cuts. As you say, it gets hard. Exactly. And I can understand why it would get to the stage for some people where they feel to give up and be like, you know what? It is what it is. It can't kill me, so I can just live with it. Like I, I get that, which is again why I say it has to be something very intentional that you are seeking to, to remedy and not only for your sake because you can easily say that, you know, you can deal with it, but then for both your children and their children and the rest after them, if there's work that can be put in, I would like to imagine that you would at least on some level be willing to take some of that pressure off of your children and make it a little easier for them especially if you are at a stage where there would have been certain things that you would have already gone through and you would have already experienced that you may want to save your own children from and not have them have to fight with it um, on the same level. Emotional turmoil and all sorts of things. A whole set of <laughs> mess. what makes it difficult to like, find is like blended households. So like you will have households where you have the children getting children and then the grandparents in the house and everything and everybody got a different perspective on how everything is supposed to go mm. but it's like once you branch out on your own with your child then you can mold and shape the child without any external influences for sure for sure um, it's definitely easier that way as opposed to the whole blended family type situation because that definitely confuses children yeah especially when there's a situation where everybody's not on the same page right. for a lot of situations um it could be something as basic as sleeping patterns mm-hmm. to food choices yeah. um things like you know we would love to watch on tv that sort of stuff and they will tell you oh my granny allow me to do this and i'm like oh of course and so what <laughs> yeah they, i think the thing for them is that you know granny older than you mm-hmm. and granny tell me that i could do it so you can't tell me nothing because then granny can come and beat you it's and it's true. like if you like, if you really believe that look, my girl rest <laughs> yourself like do i tell you yeah come off right so yeah that's that's definitely a thing um along the lines of the whole generational curse and something that you would have mentioned a lot earlier about um not having examples and not knowing how to deal with with certain things there are there are certain points that I feel like our generation would have experienced that kind of so all right so my personal belief is that there are things as with everything else but there are things that really could benefit from change um and again not having better examples makes it 
more difficult for things to actually be changed. Um, one of those things, or some of those things, starting really with like corporal punishment, I feel like a lot of a lot of people growing up back when we were growing up. I, sorry, every time I said that, like, I, you, I mean, you aging yourself? I'm, I'm like, making it sound like a real old. Oh my god! But um, I, I feel I, I, I have to differentiate because I've seen for myself the differences in parenting styles between when I was growing up and now, and I like there's no confusing me to hands down but um when i was growing up everything was licks like that was that was the cure all like if if panadol used to sell a remedy for everything <laughs> it would be panadol licks so <laughs> when you got um when you got children growing up in households and you know you don't know the reason for let me, let me say for them at you know in certain situations not to say that there's always a reason sometimes children just be hard ears and it's just one do it a feel like but on the other hand you've got situations where they may have like things like ADHD yeah. that sort of stuff and it causes them to react different and to respond differently to certain things when it was small, everything was legs. Like you keeping too much noise, legs. You decide that you going outside, night you don't go outside, legs. You come home and you know you do your homework, legs. Like it's just narrow. You um, understand? It's funny that you say that because like I had a total opposite experience. Like I could probably well outside of my mother because I used to get I don't want to say legs, but it was mostly for my mouth. So I would say something that she would categorize as rude. She would probably slap me across my mouth with like a washcloth or a text or whatever. But you know, rare. Because I guess she learned to accept well. Mm. She just say a full shit. Um, <laughs> or what she deems as rude. But outside of that, I could probably count on one hand. Or one finger actually. The times I actually got lashes from my parents. And that was... Must be nice. <laughs> what I did. I think I took up something and I told my dad I didn't do it. And he was like, I know you do it. And he lashed me because I just tell lies. I never told a lie again. Because it was a, one thing for your mother to lash you. But then daddy, daddy actually had the audacity to hit me. Mm-mm. Funny enough. I ain't I, ever doing that again. I, I have a different but similar story in that... I can't relate to the not getting licks part. Like that was, that was just, like just a part of who I was at that point in time. And don't get me wrong, cause I can admit now, growing up, that it was hard ears. If my mother is listening to this, yes, I I own up to it. But then like there were certain other small things that I felt would come down to like a different sort of opinion. Mm-hmm. But you know, as a child, you you ain't got no opinion. Is do I say or licks? Like, back then, cause exactly, no, back then. Um, I too much opinion. So, so with my mother, that was the thing. But, but my father had never hit me. My, my father literally hit me once. Like, not one set of licks. I'm, like, I mean, literally one lash. Oh. <laughs> ever in my 30 years of life. Wow. One lash. 
and that made me feel worse. Exactly. Than all the licks I ever get because from my mother. Know, like, because it was real. like, like yo, dog, like what you know do like you, mm-hmm. you father, you father no hit you, be mm-hmm. nah, you you got you gotta come down, you gotta like reflect on life a little bit, you gotta look back and you know try to try to grow as a person because whatever it is that you going down from here no dining we, we can we can't have a reoccurrence of this <laughs> so that's why we're my extra nip that, honestly stem from because nip that real quick that last feeling that's the i can't remember what it is i do <laughs> but like he literally gave me one lash and i was like yo that one is jumping. i ain't mm-mm. i'm feeling this here like my mother could do it going and come in again just be like all right whatever another day yeah but my my father nah my father my father's probably literally the most patient person i can say the same about mine that i know so it's like if if you get he to this point like nah you you gotta reevaluate your whole life from scratch and just start over so that that was it for me but um things like corporal punishment compared to to other forms of punishment because mm-hmm. I feel like now the big thing is to take away the tablet or take away the phone. I ain't on the tablet when it's like, why not? It's I had the phone. It was like we we did just outside. You will occasionally go across my neighbor and play the Nintendo, but that, that even that wasn't the big thing at our point because you would get bored of that real fast and then you go back outside, you're pitching marbles, cricket got play, you're running both. Like, I never pitch marbles in you serious? I am positive. Like, my, I was always a house mouse, so I was always just inside watching TV, coloring, doing whatever. Like, but everybody else was outside. Not me. Mm-mm. I just, I wasn't about that life. Nah, I, I used to live for that outside life. Like, that was honestly it. You see, like, between, I want to say between, like, 9 and 12 was my peak outside years. And I remember this one particular day. In the summer, I was outside running boat, so they get nosebleed. Like I was, I was just going. Like I was, it was just going. Like it was everything happening back to back, and I just like soaking up all of it. And I remember we were playing cricket, and I started to feel the same running on my face, and I took my shirt. I don't know what shirt at the time, and I just wet my nose. And when I looked back at the shirt, I was like, whoa, what's this? And I. I had a guy inside. I'm gonna panic. I, I panicked a little bit and then we went inside and cleaned up and stuff. And then my sister was like, Yeah, you probably shouldn't go back outside. I was like, I you hear you. <laughs> and it makes sense. But no. So as soon as this here clear up, back outside. But um I no, like I said, is you know, you can't watch TV, take away the tablet. But that works better than well. What I would say from my my personal experience, mm. um, let's just feed children and tell you. Listen, oh, that hurt. my grandmother told me that once. Like I, I had just get paint and lit, <laughs> and I went it's crying. Abuse. I, I went crying um, in the living room. And my grandmother's in the living room, and she was like. You ain't gonna be small forever, licks is cool. And I was like, it's all for real. You sure right, licks is cool. You was a real one, grind. And after that, it was just like, you just taking them. Like, I, yeah. If I go attack them, I can attack them. And that's probably not the best way to think about it, you know? Um, but 
at that point in time, it was really deep for me. I was like, you, you're right. Like, I, I get to enjoy my experience, and then there's just this temporary hurdle. <laughs> you call it a hurdle. That I gotta get over, and like you the know, then inconvenience of a pothole. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> a transitory inconvenience, and oh but then we, we back to we back to level. Um, but no, I feel like there's a there's a Dave Chappelle meme that I, I see a lot and it says um, modern problems require modern solutions and it's very funny but it's also very true which again ties back into the whole um, taking away of the, the devices um, limiting privileges that sort of stuff my yeah I don't do I don't do lashes if if I bring out the la- I mean in my early stages of parenting, I would say, well, that sounds like she's really old. She's just three. But, like, when she was one. It's a very grown and, three. <laughs> when she was one and that kind of thing, I would admit my hands were a bit, you know, quick. Fast. Yeah. But then I, I was like, but I don't want to be a kid. And what brought it to my attention, too, is that if you barely, like, raise your hand, you will see her do a little flinch. Yeah. And I was like, nah. Like, I don't want my child to be scared of to be a, me. Yeah, exactly. Like, that, 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 that just broke my heart to see that. And I was like, nah, it can't be this. So I started doing, I would do things like, because she's, as I said, a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So things like polishing her nails and stuff, she likes that kind of stuff. Um, simple things like Kool-Aids and juices, those are... Um, I would say that's like Christmas food in my house. Mm. So I would, you know, take away those kind of things. So she'd be like, Mommy, I want my toes polished. And I'd be like, But you weren't being very nice. And you would see the attitude just change. And I'd be like, But. Because you want that polish. Correct. So I ain't gonna just say, Well, you behave good today so I can polish them. You gotta prove to me. So it gotta go on. Now you really want this life. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and recently I started taking away the tablet during the week. Mm. Yes, she's only three. Um, but I found that she would be watching the tablet and I'd be talking and it's like, I am talking to a ghost. The words is dropping. Like you're not responding. Interesting. I don't have the patience. I do not have the patience for it. So I'm like, you know what? You can have the tablet on Fridays, give it back on Sundays. Working with that, we can go find them. So, I find taking away stuff that they enjoy. So, even something as simple as going outside, or you know, um, just a toy that they like to play with, mm. it hurts more than you just giving them a lash. Because I tried that whole no, if I actually lash you, is a case where you definitely like stare me Gone, in my yeah. eye and went left. And, that working. That's yeah. That's that's a bit too far. So, yeah, I would say no in these times. The whole cheating each other, thing ain't working. These children aren't ready. And I, I, I feel like it's kind of counterproductive, mm-hmm. especially when your your go-to is just to share the links, and then and then that's it. Like you and you know you don't have a meaningful conversation Com- behind correct. it. You don't really explain important. nothing. As he thinks, because so, they understand, which has been my thing for a while, and I've always been one of those persons that I don't I don't do baby talk with babies. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's pointless. I 
I've had full conversations with my godchildren. Like these are words. This, this yeah. is what you're going to develop into. Was the sense of starting you behind the ball? Like yeah. let me let me get familiar with this thing. No. So when you um, when you resort to something as intense as corporal punishment, and then you just leave it at that then you I feel that you're kind of more reinforcing punishment over rehabilitation mm-hmm. and it's just they just gain licks but they know why they gain licks so there's another point too because exactly. as parents or I should say our parents used to do certain things that would essentially dull or shine so we weren't allowed to like express ourselves and that kind of thing and I, everything was like oh you're rude you're out of place you're being disrespectful and i'm like no like my child would never be able to tell somebody well i couldn't tell my mother this or go off as you would say see e- external validation so, yeah because yeah, because we, we can't have ideas. Yeah, that wasn't a real thing. Look at her and be like, "How? Like, how are you only three? Like, how you just come up with this on the spot?" It's crazy. But like, I like it. Yeah, and that's that's one of the things. Actually, one of the other things I was coming around to, which was the whole mentality of because they say so, and. I can understand where it would have its purpose, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's a very small, very limited window. It's very purpling as well. It is, because then, again, tying back to the, the conversation about the lashes, when you just do it and there's no explanation behind it, then they don't know what the triggers are. They don't know how we got to this stage. They just know... I do something and I only know what it is. I'm really sure which part of it was the issue. It leads to this. But I know I get pain in licks. I know I hear scorching and it's not running on my nose <laughs> and my face so away and I ain't I, I, I ain't too sure how to move forward from here. So like I, I need to be able to figure this out. But even with things like giving instruction, if you know the parent said to you, well, don't go outside. I'm sure you have a very good reason for it, but I feel like you gotta be able to kind of step back a little bit and I don't want to necessarily say to put yourself in each other's shoes, but understand that they don't think about things on the amount of levels that uh-huh. you do as a parent. So for them, it's simply that everybody else outside and yeah. Them parents let them go outside, and Wait. you here telling me that I can't go outside. Why I can't go outside? Mm-hmm. And again, you may have a very good reason, but then when you just sit to them, cause it's this all. Go outside and see what happened then. <laughs> then it's you, very confusing. So then, then you exactly, and then you start in this whole thing of risen by fear, which I I feel like can also be very counterproductive because then if everything they have to do is out of fear they never really develop fully for themselves they don't never really develop a personality it's always kind of like waiting for instructions or somebody got to tell me what to do 
before I can actually do anything. I don't know what to do here. I've never been allowed to kind of make a decision in this situation. Right, so, home, huh? Which spills over into the workplace, into school. It's like, you can't just be sitting on taking everything that, that, that people tell you to do. You need to question it. I've never, I've never been an instruction person. I would rather you... Logic. Exactly. Kind of explain to me, you know, how the pieces fit together and then kind of give me the room to figure out myself. Because you might have a better idea of, you know, how it could work. But again, when we were children, we, we didn't have ideas. We, we can come up with things. It was always, you know, this I'm the it. parent and I know was best. So this is this is what we're doing, full stop. In, in a conversation, in a dialogue, I didn't really ask for your input. So, you know, get to moving and those kinds of things i don't feel really make the um maybe the impact that you would like and it's something that you don't think about when you do it until you then get in a situation where you have children or where you interact with a lot of younger children and you start to realize well you know these children now are asking questions and a bit too much sometimes to be quite honest sometimes but exactly which is fair i can dial it back i could understand and appreciate that it's a child it's a child it's a child so which, which is why i say i i can appreciate that there are going to be times when because i said so we have to come into play but it should not i personally don't feel like standard. it should be yeah. exactly the standard the default the first resort mm. kind of try to you know, help them to understand things so that they're in better positions to make informed decisions in other areas of life as they continue to grow. Um, Every day I get the why not, why, I give the reason, then there's the follow-up, then there's the reason for that, and then there's a third follow-up, and it's like, why? It, it, yeah, it could be a lot. I, I definitely could see that happening. Um, but again, you want them to develop their own exactly. reasoning you, you skills want, and stuff like that. You want to be able to raise people because they're not going to be children forever, yeah? But you, you want to be able... problem because our parents never thought beyond the household. They never said, well, one day my child and grow up and got work, got on their own business, got to interact with like other people other than us. So it's like I can just do whatever. And they will, they will figure that out. They will figure that out. And it's it just did a lot of us, including myself, a real injustice. It's funny enough that actually ties back into where I was going next in terms of parents helping children to transition through the various stages of knowing childhood, but life in general. Um, because obviously the same way that you would treat a newborn is not the same way that you would treat a toddler, which isn't the same way that you would treat a preteen, different from a teenager, uh, you know, a young adult that now start working to a big hard man. It can, it can always be different, but is it a case where you feel like our parents were able to kind of identify the separate stages and work to suit or for them it was kind of like a one size fits all thing me personally I feel like in my instance it was a one size fits all 
um my parents are more of the older generation uh, my mother had me when she was like 40 so yeah my parent my mother you should say was always like the oldest among all of my friends parents mm. and it's like they couldn't recognize well i should say she couldn't recognize because my dad is a quiet dude like he just say what he has to say and he just that's it, like, like, you don't respond yeah. or you don't respond um but like i'm not a morning person and i guess this would have developed over time so as soon as i get up on mornings my mom is just like chatter 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 and i'm looking at her like why mm, are you talking red flag. to me that's like, negativity i don't need why? that in my life let me just get something to eat get some coffee and then we can have a conversation but mm, she never like <laughs> never understood that there are people out there that just ain't multi on the morning um and then didn't care either no because it was just and she's like why are you so rude like i talk to you you're not responding like you don't get the point i don't want to talk like i am not awake it's just the shell of my body so then as i grew up you know you will go through these phases where you just want space understood i felt you were just never given the space so it always felt like you had to either lock yourself in the room to get the space um try to go out late or whatever and then when it came to me wanting to go with my friends um it was always like why you know friends ain't good whatever whatever like yeah so i guess that's why i'm a loner now Probably. Because, like, I could tell you, if I have 10 friends, two of them probably know where I live. Like, it's that deep. And my friends would be like, oh, I am your neighborhood, I come to show you. And they're like, oh, I am home. And yeah, I am I, literally in my bed. They, um, I, yeah, I actually guarantee left home yeah. now. So, no. another time though, and I'm saying this from when you come from my bed. Yeah, between my definitely. Um, I would say a lot of parents don't know how to deal with the different transitions and the different stages and stuff like that and thinking back being in that situation it can hurt because then you feel like Definitely. you're not heard yeah for um, sure for you're sure. saying what you have to say and it's it, they're always going to fix it more and it's like you don't have to fix everything just just listen, listen. so then you just shut down <sighs> Now you see that shutdown thing that <laughs> Alright, so my my sister and I I feel like in a lot of regards we are polar opposites. When we were younger we used to go work with my mother sometimes, especially like during the vacation periods and stuff. And my sister was always the type that, you know, she would be up and down and she gonna look for everybody. She gonna show everybody she know people by name and <laughs> she gonna talk to them and they have whole conversations. And I was just on the other end of the spectrum is like where is I setting up? Alright, just show me where it is. I go in and I can, you know, take off my shoes. I can take my, my little VTAC laptop to my bag and I in my corner for the day. Like whoever come in there will see me. If you don't come <laughs> Then you ain't know the idea till I ready to laugh. Like that's as much as it is. Either either when I leave in or when we going in the cafeteria for lunch. But say that you ain't really gotta know the idea. And that's sis. Are you talking to everybody? Nah. <laughs> I can't I, I, I ain't bought it. Even now, like I don't be bought it a lot of times. I'm I've made progress to get away from it, but I feel like sometimes it's still my preferred 
method of operation where I just, I did, I am my corner, who want me will come to me, but I I'm, I've never been. Did people really come though? There are people who do come, yes. And I feel like that's kind of like my, I want to test cause that's not bad. <laughs> But as, like, my my gauge to kind of figure out, like, you know... What you bought? Exactly, what you really bought? Because in God, people... There are people who just like to, to, to talk to people or just like to be around people. Literally yesterday, I went into Tanahash um, Lennox and there was this guy in front of me on the line. And I was on my phone, but I'm, I, like, still seeing what happened around me. And... Starboy looked down at my basket. Now, like, he's staring down at my basket for a good couple of seconds, and then he's staring back up at my face. But in I, your basket? In my basket. And I, he and had in, to be paying for that. In my head, I'm like, but that's, that's the question <laughs> I asked. was like, in my head, I was like, this, you, you offering to pay, like, you trying to, to to size up how much it comes so you could offer to pay? Like, what is that happening here? And, like, then he's staring back <laughs> up at my face. But I am looking back at you because I don't do eye contact with strangers, and I really want a conversation. So I, like, my head down on my phone. And wow. then God always has a really awful sense of humor. <laughs> Did you sell decide for some reason that ain't but working right now? So my phone always just a brick. <laughs> um, so lucky for me, um, they brought in a DJ and he started to play music and stuff like that. And you know, I listened to the music and then the guy took up something off of the shelf. And then he turned to me and he said words and I was like he spoke <laughs> and I, i'm trying to figure out like what is it about what you're looking at in me gives you the impression that i want to have a conversation about some random thing that you just took off of a shelf i know nothing about you i don't want to know like, anything about so you weird. but but there are people like that who can just start a conversation over what i trying to remember what it was but it was some it was something so it was a box of evaporating milk. No. And the expiration date was the same day, the 28th. Um, they had them on sale for 50 cents. And he said something about taking it home and having to use it. And then it just kind of well, did like... Was it bad on the 29th exact? Wasn't interested. I kind of did like this, this chuckle and then I kind of just stepped across away from him is they are you you getting a little too comfortable now and right there. I ain't really want no name for you. Conversation. I was going to make like I've met you like but you know ever since. But um, why? I just feel like it's a form of not being rude. Like we're not gonna see each other ever again. Praise Christ. <laughs> like what what you feel like we need to have a conversation. Like you you look at this one you look at this random person is like and I've never seen you be groceries. Like, oh, I could see somebody mm. in the supermarket aisle like, yeah, so you, you ever tried these things? And I'm like, Honestly, no. the cashier has done it a couple of times and it was just like, you work here. You, like, what are you? Sweet girl, you, you just work here. That's like you ask anyway to tell him about the food and they, they're like, I don't know. Because she, I, I had something, a time my she was like, um, this is taste good. And I was like, I guess I was he total. I don't. What's happening? You are off. Like, I I don't I don't do well in those situations. But again, I feel like a lot of that is 
based on how I would have come up. Um, a lot of the times, as much as I did go outside and I wasn't supposed to be outside, which is where a lot of the legs come from, very much so. I am very defiant and very stubborn. I'm willing to admit this because I am 30 now and my mother cannot cut my ass. <laughs> so you should be nah. saying I was. Mm-mm. She got, nah. I, I, I'm still that way to a certain extent. It's not as bad. But I'm willing to admit that for that particular point in my life. Mm-mm-mm. That's part of growth. I feel like I, I didn't have any, you know, growing up days. Nah, I, I do a lot. <laughs> like, nah, like, I, I do a lot. Like, climbing the trees, running boat, like the whole nine yards. My parents were very, it was like all about work, 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 work. So I feel like I raised myself in a sense. Mm. So everybody, like, who you want outside, doctor? Like, you gotta stay in the house and make sure when they call you. That you did. But there were a lot of, there were a lot of children in the neighborhood. Um, So it was always, like, you always hear the noise outside, you see all the activity, and you're like, I. I, I won't be in that too. So that that's where it was for me. Um in terms of the fear of losing out. Something like that. Missing out. Yeah. I, I think yeah. <laughs> it it might be that for true. But um as it pertains to following the, the rules and the instructions from my mother, it was had had she had her way, then I would be a full host mouse. And I don't think that that's something that I would like. Because when I'm ready and I want to go out and I want to do stuff, I want to do it. Like I want to be able to fully experience it and enjoy it. But at the same time, don't take that to mean that I can be at any and everything. True. me. I'm very selective about those types of things. Um, but when, even when I was growing up, I remember, I don't never forget, there were times during secondary school, where the others in the class would be like, we're getting Olympus, we're gonna watch a movie, and I like, y'all don't have TVs at home? Like, you. That's how, my thing. Like, how you mean like, you gonna watch a movie? Like, you, your mother's gonna let you leave home to, to go watch a to movie. this random place with other people to watch. What? I used to like, be like, my mother saying no, and that's why I haven't asked my mother yet. Well, I know I'm going to say no, so I didn't even bother to ask. So I was like, like nah, laugh it out. And both it. Um, so, like, even then transitioning through that, to the, when it got to the stage where I could actually do these things, it was like, but do I want to do it? Exactly. Like, because I, I, I don't know what it is. I've never done it. I've never had it. So I feel like I ain't really that interested. Um, and it's funny, right? But all of this conversation, it seemed like, I don't want to say, but the mothers are the damaging <sighs> parents. I don't, I don't know. I feel like more often than not, you find that to be the case. And I, I, don't, I don't think it's intentional, yeah. but I feel like it is an unfortunate byproduct. Yeah, because mothers and fathers are they, very they different. They very different. Very very differently. My father once sat down and watched me burn myself with a lighter. And to this day, I probably would do that. Now. We've never spoken a word about it. 
I will do it after I warned you about it. So if I warn you more than once about it and you still do it, like it's a wrap. Like we, we only had we only had the conversation about letters when he um when he have brought them in and because you know with the, the standard big lighter and you got the um the yellow and the orange stem and the flickering all over your place mm-hmm. these ones were these heavy metallic lighters and the flame was a very narrow blue flame that would just shoot right up oh. so it was very fascinating to look at and all of that other. and one day i was i remember looking at it i, I was very young in my defense mm-hmm. and i remember looking at it, it was like Artifying. Is this real? I, I, I don't know what possessed me to, to have this question about fire, but I um, I flicked it later and then it kind of like hovered my finger over it a little bit and I didn't I didn't feel it immediately, but then after a couple of seconds it was like shit and <laughs> like I wanted to scream out and my father looked at me and he looked at it later and he went back to doing his work. And I, I remember I ran outside and I went by the pipe and I ran in my hand and the water. The shame water. had you. The sh- this, ugh, the shame swallowed me <laughs> alive. And I did by the pipe running my finger and this water is like, <laughs> like what, what just happened? Like, dog, this man really <laughs> no sitting down and watch me burn myself. And I went back inside and my father just continued working wow. and I was like, all right. But you know it's who ain't doing that so again? Different. Like it worked. Like mm-hmm. he ain't had to do nothing. He ain't had to share in the licks. He ain't had to holler at me because it's I true. I got my punishment already. I feel like that was him. <laughs> punish yourself. That was his brand. Like give you enough rope to hang yourself, and you then did hang yourself every time. You understand? So it's just like you know what? That's that's just a part of the experience. That fine. Leave it as it is. Um, and then. Funny enough, I was telling somebody the, the other day as well that I noticed even after I had finished school, I was working. I was still living home with, with my mom and my my brothers, my sister. Anytime I home by myself, I can be up and down at all through the house. I watching TV in the living room and in the kitchen doing breakfast and getting something to eat. And I play the table and I all over the place. But you see, for a time. Somebody come home for anything, be careful living in front of the house. I hauling up all of my shit. <laughs> and I go back in the bedroom with the door shut. Like I ain't I am both people. Like that's that's just how it was for me. Um But in terms of like the parenting and the the parenting style changing, going through the different stages, it I I can't really say that I change. I feel like it's more that I chose what to be bothered by. Choose a battle. Exactly. So there, there were things that, you know, I felt like as a working adult should not be an issue. So yeah, I would I definitely. would then have to I will go and make noise both here. I will go stand my grown friend, so we'll I understand this. Like, Especially if you're contributing really... to a household. I feel Which like there's certain the things that you don't got the right to tell me though. <laughs> you understand, but in they the think thing, differently though. The thing was always you under my roof, you live in my rules. Which I can understand to a certain extent. extent correct. But not that everything is to benefit you and I always got sucks so, all. Like it can be a case where 
I'm a child when it comes to making decisions, but I'm an adult when something got paid for. Yeah. That don't, it's a double standard. That don't work for me. So I feel like that's something um, going forward that, you know, deserves a bit of attention because like you would have said previously as well, I don't feel like we have parents that raise their child for past childhood. They don't they don't raise them with the the thought process and the mindset that you know they're going to be a part of the larger world, larger society and have to make their own contributions and you know they need to develop um, complex communication skills mm-hmm. and personal skills that sort of stuff is more use my child as a parent you can do what you said to do because it's a soul in a conversation <laughs> and again that can only carry you so far you got no when to when to bring it back when to cut it when to change it especially in today's society where all of these different like you know crime and gangs and all this like you you really have to raise a child that could stand firm for sure. in what they believe in for and sure, that for kind sure, of for thing because sure. that back in the day kind of parenting they can do it yeah no you, you definitely gotta be able to adapt to the the time that you're in and to be able to raise your child for the time that you're in not necessarily based on what you, you exactly what you would have experienced as a child because when you when you was a child things would have been yeah. a lot different so for you then to try to raise your child based on that you setting them up for failure yep and you gotta accept that parenting is hard trust me <laughs> i i feel like that's something that i should have started with but like i i could i actually no i cannot imagine how difficult it is because i've never done it but i know that it is definitely not one of the easiest things to do and it's something that um you know you you recognize you want to do a good job this is more of an encouraging word to those who could use improvement because you've got a lot of children that get in that gain left with you said you're gonna slipping through the cracks falling victim to certain places and situations um that could be avoided and you you want to try to reduce as much of that as possible um also speaking to the point of raising your children for the time that you would have come up in there's the the issue really of parents then trying to live vicariously through their own children and saying well you know when i was growing up i wanted to be i wanted to be a dentist Mm -hmm. And that didn't really work out for me. And I ended up washing where is at a hotel. But now that I got a chill, I'm gonna be a dentist. That's that's what the dream was. So this is my second chance at it. Don't don't do that. This is not your second chance at anything. You had your chance. This is now your child's chance to do what they want to do. Alright. I feel like you need to be able to put yourself back in your younger shoes to remember where well, you know this is how I felt when I was unable to accomplish what I wanted to think about how your child is going to feel when you they on them. grow and they 
start to develop likings for certain things and then they express interest in certain areas for you to come and tell them there's what you gotta do and I, I I would like to meet a parent who tries to say to their child this is what you have to do because this is what I wanted to do growing up and I didn't get to do it like you know how you know how stupid you were sound but I I when I was at UE they had this guy he was studying medicine and he was like he don't want me a doctor he wanted to like he wanted to what he wanted to be something to do with graphics and stuff and he was like his mother want him to study medicine I mean no he's a war doctor and he moved overseas and stuff like that and he seems to be enjoying it but it was rough at first like it just was rough and he actually complete everything and he seems to be happy but when he was actually at UV Alright, it was a very very hard time that you could see how unhappy he was doing that and i was like i would like to see my parents try like no yeah that is i feel like that's a bit much um you can i feel like you can set and establish guidelines um so if it's a case where you know you can encourage your children to be a part of certain extracurricular activities, mm-hmm. encourage them to play a sport, encourage that them to day. exactly yeah. you know like take up an interest in music, that sort of stuff. But when it comes down to to that level, in terms of you know like picking a profession yeah. and that sort of stuff, you kind of got get them the freedom to experience mm-hmm. different things and to be able to pick. And you still offer some guidance, but. Ultimately, I feel like then guidance your, your, and not opinion because that's very important. Your job should be to support, and support isn't always enabling. Support maybe to say, well, you know, these are facts based on this particular thing that you're expressing mm-hmm. interest in, and based on the type of person you are, you may have challenges or conflicts with these things. Is this then something that you're still interested in? Allow them to fail too is very important. Oh no, for sure, fail. for sure. You, I feel like when you, I feel like the on the flip side of allowing them to fail is when you force them to succeed, which then kind of creates a false sense of security yeah. that you know you could you could just push through with sheer willpower and you you can get everything. Like some things just don't work something is you can feel that and you need to be able to know how to how to handle that how to process it how to recover from it instead of just you know trying to manipulate everything putting unnecessary pressure oh gosh on the children for um, things that it's not necessary exactly for things that are not necessary at that point in time um the, the job thing is definitely though one of the, the biggest areas for something like that where you find um, the same situation where their parents who wanted a particular job for themselves or a situation where you find parents have this their their understanding or their expectation rather is that you got get job that has meant enough money mm-hmm. and well that is certainly something to aspire towards everything is not always about money for everybody 
or academics definitely not like and i feel like we can always understand and appreciate that there are people who learn differently there are people Mm -hmm. who process information differently and things that academics don't always work out for them you you got people that are fantastically skilled with their hands and that sort of stuff you got like athletes that just like watching sports on tv you seeing people do things and it's like like I, I could barely walk and chew gum and you doing these things over here yeah, like for fun how how is that a real thing um but you you will be able to i feel give your children the, the timely space the support that they need to make their own choice especially when it comes to um profession because I feel like everybody in every profession is needed so you definitely need people to do these things like you just can frown upon certain things or make the children feel like alright because I doing this or they're doing that they're any less of a person you know Um, so it's it takes a lot of looking inside when it comes to looking at yourself when it comes to parenting for sure um i i think it's also kind of worth asking like where where do you draw the line for parenting um yeah up until which point is it considered being protective and when does it then cross over into being controlling because as as a parent I I can understand and appreciate that you know you don't want anything bad to happen to your child anything that they can't recover from Mm -hmm. but at the same time if they're continuously spoon-fed then when you are no longer there they can they can make it. they don't know how to function they're not in a position to handle situations for themselves they're not in a situ- in a position to be able to work out things for themselves and then they may find themselves needing to associate with people that they really shouldn't, shouldn't yeah because they're unfamiliar with the situation and they then find themselves being taken advantage of so like even thinking about the the question that I just asked, I don't, I can't say that there's an answer. I feel yeah, it's like it's not like a straight up. Cause I feel for me, it might get controlling when my child gets to a or a dating age. Like for me, that's real hard to fathom. Like I know the shit I did as a as a young yeah, no teenager. for sure. So it's like, and to have a girl, it's like. Mm, like you really going this place like i gonna carry you and they're gonna be outside and they're gonna you know yeah I'm like just I, gonna I, be can, here. I can charge my phone and i can walk yeah. with, with water and some snacks like, i just over two hours down like just holler if you need me so like I, that question it, it really makes me think um because i know there are going to be certain points in her life that i am going to be like down her neck and I'm gonna have to think back on this day where I said, you know, we need to change things and yeah. let children <laughs> yeah. themselves, their own people. But I think, I think everything within reason, yeah. And True. I think for this particular question as well, 
the slider has to be well lubricated because it will continuously be moving there are going to be situations where I, I, won't, I don't want to say that you need to be controlling but I feel like you may need to be exactly a little more strict in the way that situations are handled whereas there are other situations where there's a bigger margin for error um, and you can you can safely allow them to fail so to speak um, so and obviously anything that would put their life in danger or cause irreparable damage you definitely look into yeah. you know bring on the hammers like because no I full stop so. exactly because <laughs> I because I say so <laughs> try me and see yep but then you know other times do you right, yeah you 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 could you could color the fish pink you could color the fish orange like they got orange fish that an issue mm-hmm. and and not, not to trivialize the situation huh? but saying that you know there there are certain situations where you can allow for them to express themselves differently and should it work in their favor then that's fantastic should it not then use it it's as a, a learning lesson. experience yeah. that is and, and if you like you need more learning experiences you need more situations that generate lessons that you can then or not can that you should then build as a parent exactly try to build upon and be like okay so this is what just happened and you see you know you chose to do this this is where it ended up it should always be a conversation some people just be like talking to their kids and i'm like it's a person they're talking to like who are you speaking to like they don't that? they don't care they this their style of parenting is instruction driven which then creates members of society only who only know to follow instructions. the instructions and follow the rules so then when something comes up that is not in the instruction manual they know what to do what what you can do here like you know they teach me how to how to handle this i I don't know what to do in this situation and then you gotta be looking around asking somebody else and Mm -hmm. the the world is not as accommodating as your parents there you're gonna hardly find anybody who's willing to to stop and help you without expecting anything in return and especially if you're making it a habit especially if you're making it a habit because then they gotta be getting something ultra red at this point you, you they might help you once or twice the third time is no longer a favor the third time this is no what am i gonna get back out from this because I, I can't keep stopping my life to to help you with yours to to get to help you get yours on track that you you hindering my own progress now um so so things like that it is it's always going to be a work in progress it definitely is always going to be a difficult job i think a part of it however remains the willingness to for you as a parent as well to learn um, it's not only about teaching children, but you you also stand to learn a lot from them um, in, in various aspects. So that's the hardest part 
what you gotta do it with the ending mind like not end but the bigger picture so to speak yeah because like we would have said you're not raising a child to remain a child you're looking to remain to, to raise sorry a member of society upstanding member um, an upstanding member of society and by larger part of the world and you want that they're able to make a meaningful contribution in some form or fashion whether it is in you know the life of one of their friends another family member their workplace the country the yeah. world whatever it is you want that they're able to put something to the table instead of just taking from it um, they won't be saying that they got pain in legs. <laughs> not I mean, like I, I could laugh about it now, and like you would have said, I, I feel like I, I turned out pretty decent. You know, I never, I, I never kill nobody, never <laughs> carry nothing, um, never like n- nothing drastic. But and that's what our parents were used to say. Well, exactly, no, for sure, exactly. That's I feel like that's that's your measuring stick. Yeah. Once you, once you ain't kill nobody and I never had a bill. You all. You know exactly. I, you never any court pages, then check. That's a victory for me. I Mm -hmm. my job done. I I ain't (laughs) gonna do nothing else. But um, as we, as time continues to to pass and we continue to grow and the world continues to change, then. I feel like the parenting styles also need to evolve to kind of meet the new challenges and interestingly enough in the same arena of career choices job choices for um, for children to pick you know when we were smaller the the thing was always to grow up and be a doctor to Mm -hmm. be a lawyer to be a bank manager Whoever it is, once you wearing a fancy suit and you got a nice bag and you driving a big car, <laughs> that's it. Like you make it. That that's that's all it is. But there's so many other different options now. And to take back into the point earlier about every area needing somebody for those things. If you have people driving garbage trucks and you will go out drive your car to the landfill when you want garbage. You understand. Your place also got holes. Everything. You always got flows, but you get me. If Stinky. You, if you ain't got no waiters or chefs in your restaurant, that I mean you got to cook all the time. Mm-hmm. My girl, I just cook twice a week here so much. I, <laughs> as much as I love cooking, it's tiring. So I, everything you want saying different than you got to go well, buy the groceries. But when you go buy groceries, then you ain't got to cash in the supermarket. So. True. And by the time you get home from doing all of that, you don't want to cook. So is all of these things are necessary. And I feel like as times continue to change, then there there's the emergence of new areas of opportunity for people. Uh, we've been fortunate enough to come up before the time of social media so that we have then been positioned to see it from the stage of creation now to the stage where it plays a pretty big part in a lot of things so yeah. even traditional things um things like sports and that sort of stuff that we would have grown up with social media has now taken those things to another level yeah especially in terms of 
you know, like giving people the ability to interact with with these professionals, um, having certain information available for for, cons- for consumption at any point in time for replays and that sort of stuff. Um, anything, and interestingly enough, one of those things that you can um, that you can do now <laughs> that I laugh at a lot. It's professional video games. Um, and I know uh, me and like, a couple of other friends, we would usually joke about it and say, well, you know, all oh, this time that I was young and I could be playing Super Mario and my mother telling me about homework. And you're wasting your time. Homework foolishness. Like, <laughs> look at look at these little children here now that making bang off of playing a video game or like, off of playing Fortnite and playing FIFA and that sort of thing. It's like... It used to be a vibe when I didn't want to on my mm-hmm. PlayStation. If I could have got back in time now, I feel like... You would have really you had would, to go you out understand? that thing. I, I, I would have put a little more effort into this. I'll tell my mother, moms, if you know what to come in, you... It's true. Like, you, you'll be buying these things for me as they come out. Like, you'll be open this thing. This this is money here. Um, so, as... With you being a parent, I wanted to ask you... Should you find yourself in a situation where your daughter comes home 14, 15 years old and she says to you, Mommy, I don't want to go to college. I don't want to go to university. I want to be... I, I want to play video games professionally. I want to... I want to be a rally car driver. I want to be a fashion designer. I want to be a nail tech. As a parent who would have had dreams for their child to reach the pinnacle of, you know, making it in a life, making it in a life, <laughs> by our parents' standards, by the standards that we would have been raised by. How how do you feel like that conversation would go? Like honestly speaking, because I the ideal thing would be obviously to say, well, you know, do what you gotta do, I can support your dreams and you know, just let me know how you need me to help. But to be to be in that particular position, to be in that situation, you home uh, you know, you it's about five thirty, you know, get home from work. Stressed out. Like you <laughs> You you had it there because you the back and forth for your manager, and then you had to sit down in traffic. I had an accident, but you stopped late, and then I had traffic back up for a good 15 minutes. You come home and then then to eat in the fridge because you you try eat the last other race mm-hmm. out to the saucepan, and you you how you sight set up and then no. You say, well, all right, let me just sit down here and breathe a little bit. Again, probably order a piece or a saying, and she come to you and tell you, mommy, well. There's a situation here. For you, how does that conversation go from there? I probably would ask, like, what... Where does it come from? Yeah, where it come from. Which I think is a fair question. Um, and based on her answer, I would tell her about 
you know, you can do anything mm -hmm. and be the best at it regardless of what it is. For sure. But my recommendation would be to have both pieces of the puzzle. So even if it's a case where you just want to do like a little certificate or like still go through with your basic mm -hmm. schooling. I tell you gotta go and get a masters and all of this. Right, right, but right. Choose something on that side that you, you know wish to do it could be about business it could be about whatever you choose but right. still i would recommend you don't have to do it have but don't just both dash it ends of the spectrum right and it would offer to also you know let's look into what you need to do to get to whatever um and i could say that because growing up i never experienced my parents shooting down like anything that I wanted to do mm -hmm. be it like opening a business um, which I did do um, growing up I actually wanted to be a cosmetologist and this lady always used to be like well, everybody's doing hair and everybody's doing nails and my mother always used to be listening to me don't mind her be the best cosmetologist there is do you think so yeah so from that perspective i would tell her you know still you know be a little academics on the other side but do you think i hear 100 percent because funny enough I didn't, I didn't even um i didn't even think of it from from that middle ground perspective because in my head it was kind of like you know it's yeah, one or the yeah, other yeah. but that's i think that's actually a much better um outcome because i kind of in the middle i got my degree i have my business so it's like and honestly i don't want to say it but i feel like my mother wish she money with the degree thing because i rebuilt it <laughs> it's, a, it's, you know, it's, it's a thing it's definitely a thing um well, i have it you know it's there but i think um like i was saying that's that's definitely i feel like the ideal way to handle it because it's the the thing also about school is that it's not purely about academics exactly. it also teaches you other invaluable life skills um communication skills mm -hmm. um conflict resolution that sort of stuff especially she come and change my mind and i would not have like killed her dreams exactly you know? and and those are definitely a lot of skills that that we need in some workplaces, um, being able to communicate effectively Definitely. with your with your with your workmates, um, communicate effectively with customers and that sort of stuff. Being able to resolve any issues that you might have with with somebody else in the office, yeah. and I mean, these are things that you you kind of develop from simple things like group projects. Mm -hmm. As much as people hate them, I, I hate a group project. <laughs> Because I, I, I generally I don't like people. But so that's the thing. So like, I can just do it. I don't want to talk to y'all. Did you part? Did you part? You do this, you do this. Let me just get remarked. So then you you are able then to better manage your workload and to kind of distribute tasks. And work with all different personalities. And work with all different personalities, Never which is not as easy as it people, sounds. But your own standards, because like I can't say so because that's no, not that you shouldn't. I, I'm oh. saying in terms of actually being able to do it, it is that is 
fairly difficult for me because I one of the things I constantly have to remind myself is that you can't expect you from everybody else. And yeah. like I would have mentioned earlier, I am more of the reasoning type. I'm not the instruction type. So I'm not typically the person that's gonna come and tell you, do this or do this or carry this cross there, mm-hmm. put this here and just expect you to, to follow blindly. So even now, when I find that when I, um, sometimes when I, I talk to myself and I try to explain certain things, they're looking at me like, what are you telling me what, all of this? Yeah. Like, what's, what's, what's the purpose of all of this? So you and don't come and ask me again. Praise Christ. Like, <laughs> that, is, that is the ultimate end goal. So that we don't have to have this conversation every day, every day for the next how much ever years that we got to work <laughs> together. Like, I want that you are able to kind of figure it out for yourself. So that even I'll if you don't have it, to come to me, sometimes. even if you, is a case where you do have to come to me, is that you come in to me to say, well, this is the situation and this XYZ is why you come up with, this is where you can go with. So I can tell you, well, all right, cool. So you, you just basically just come in to make me aware of the situation, yeah. what's happening. So anything happened, like I said, well, I'm, I know of this, I'm aware of it. I feel like I do that with my supervisor a lot. I go into his office and I'm like, yeah, so this is situation and da 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 and they're going on and I'm like, thanks. I always, you know, talk it out and you always bring me to, and he's like, whatever like no, you just literally came here that's but it I literally came with my answer that's honestly it for me and I from experience um, supervising people for me personally those are usually the best types of persons to work with because they're people who understand their job and they're those are the people who can kind of adapt to the to the different situations that come up and are able to handle themselves um without having to come to ask the same question in different ways over yeah. and over and you know if if you then did they could continue to work and won't have any issue so that's that's definitely a plus to have on your team um feel it getting into another topic yeah that's 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 a whole other episode that we can uh, we can go and do another time but i feel like we we covered quite a bit here we've had an extensive conversation and ultimately what for you what was was your takeaway from all of this um for me i would say is just allowing children or yeah allowing children to be themselves don't try to project or mold them and shape them into what you want them to be um just guide them along the way and just allow their personalities to just develop no matter how loud it can be um i know that personally but you just allow them to be them yeah and flourish yeah i I think that's definitely it for me is more of you know don't try to make your child suit your style of parenting make your style of parenting suit your child right. because i i don't think that you want to then get to the stage where you know you kind of make your child do all of these things and then for them to be 30 35 and happy and unhappy as hell and resent you for it yeah because then they're going to be telling you 
I never wanted any of this. This is yeah. not what I saw for myself. This is not where I saw myself. This is what you wanted for me and I'm here now because of that. And I hate it. And know that no two kids are the same. Like Ever. Every one Ever. of them, they're just different. And that brought me back to something that I heard on Brass Stats. Yes, I listen to Brass Stats every day, Monday no, you to tell Friday. Them, you want to tell me that, old, <laughs> but you hear telling and, people like you just listen to Brass Stats Monday to Friday. Oh my gosh, the lady was like, if everybody had a, a conscience, the world would be a very boring place. So, and I was like, you that's so That's true. an interesting way to look so, at it. She was talking about somebody that hit somebody and went long some oh somebody hit a car in a parking lot and didn't leave a note or anything like almost right off this vehicle and it was a vehicle that she borrowed um from her daughter so you know she was upset yeah but anyhow that goes it's like you know all kids can be the same like there won't be any excitement in our lives and so, we definitely do need the excitement we do <laughs> um they are trips yeah all right so i think that's it for today's episode this is this is the longest episode we've had ever wait um, yeah it definitely though a very interesting topic and i feel like there's always more to be said mm-hmm. about it so there may be a part two who knows but for now we're gonna we're gonna put a wrap on this one thank you crystal for coming thank you very much and you know for sharing your insight from both ends of of the spectrum from you know receiving you never know so we actually we can work on that um (laughs) if if there are any dads listening and you're willing to you know be a part of the conversation for part two you can hit me up and we can make it happen so that's it for today for totally things podcast Thank you for listening and we will catch you another time. Bye.